How do we combat racism and the collectivism that has evolved under the Trump administration? Well, I'll tell you how. Black people, we need to mobilize. We have to mobilize. We have to have them fear us because of their mistreatment, their unlawful conduct, their killing of our people. And they have been doing it for centuries. And I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about social, political, and economic action that needs to be taken against those that openly display their racism and their hatred for minorities while claiming some God-given right to this country that was built on the backs of slaves and stolen from the native people. And it still continues to be built on the backs of Hispanic people, black people, Asian people, and all other minorities that are called on you because it is those Trump supporters and those conservative individuals and those individuals who claim that they are a superior race than the rest of us. And we should be angry. We should be frustrated. We should be tired of us being killed and pretending that racism is behind us. That because our ancestors are no longer here, that the hatred, that the inequities do not exist. Racism has been given a new platform in America. And what are we supposed to do? Just stand by, not come together, not take action? Sure, you have people protesting here and there. You got people protesting downtown in various capitals, talking about some, it's their God-given right and their you know, right to be able to not have to wear a mask. We have to take action. We have to have them fear us. We have to have them fear where our money goes, what's gonna happen to them socially and also politically. We have to make a stand. No longer do we have Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. And sure, their message may still be there, but we cannot wait on another Messiah to take us to the next level. We as a people have to band together because we are very strong. Our ancestors are strong. It is in our blood and our DNA to withstand the test and burdens of time. And it is also in us to band together, to come together as a people and show them and demand that we be treated with respect, equality in this country, and be given the same opportunities because they want to sit here and pretend that our inequities are just a part of, oh, that's just the way the world is. No, we all have heard it before. Centuries and centuries of mistreatment of black people, not giving us a leg to stand on, telling us to pull the boots up you know, by the straps, but not giving us boots. We've heard it before, and it's going to keep right on happening until we decide that we are going to do something about it. We all have to come together and they should fear us and not have a few political commentators here and there. Not have a few people from an NAACP or a nonprofit sit up here and say, oh yeah, we're behind this issue and nothing ever happened. If you think that this justice system is really going to support your ass when you sit up there in court and you're trying to say that somebody killed your niece or your nephew or what have you, then you got nothing coming. We've seen it so many times before. Those that killed Emmett Till, getting off, not being held accountable. We have to do something. And I demand that we as a people come together. Sure, we can't change everybody, but we have enough of us. Enough of us have died and enough of us are sick and tired of how we are being treated. And we have to demand it. Racists should fear being 
spotlighted and chastised and resented for harassing and killing us. They should fear enduring negative and social and political and economic backlash for openly displaying their racist behavior and making comments that are insensitive to our people, Asian people, Hispanic people, Arab people, and Jewish people. They've been getting away with it and there is nobody holding them accountable. The law is on their side, protecting them collectively. And we have to come together collectively. All minorities, especially black people, we have to come together and we have to fight. They say that they fear black people. Well, give them something to fear, politically, socially, and economically. You can't make people just like black people out of nowhere. You can't make them get over their fear, but you can make them fear the turmoil and the backlash that will come their way for continuing to kill us and disregard us. Make them worry about their businesses surviving because of a protest. Make them worry about them not being re-elected because of the comments and the insensitivities that they displayed towards us. Make them fear the negative backlash that will come their way for speaking ill of a particular class of people because they think that they are above the law or they think that we don't matter. And I'm not talking about the NAACP because honestly, they're full of shit. They absolutely are full of shit because I needed them at a time where it was very crucial to my life and they stood by and did nothing. And not only that, they're pigeon-held to various laws and different uh, loyalties to individuals and whatnot. They should fear black people because of how they treated us for hundreds of years. You can't even go on Ancestry DNA and truly trace your history and see your records because of just how bad they treated us. Because of how poorly the records were kept. But yet and still you have somebody up here going up there talking about, oh yeah, I'm half Dutch, I'm half Swedish, I'm also half French and, and everything else. But we can't do that and they see nothing wrong with it. And then there's this sort of like guilt trip that people always say, oh, it's not me with my ancestors. I'm not coming down on you. If you're not a racist, then I'm not talking to you. I don't care what your color is. But racists know who they are. And we all got a taste of it during the 2016 election when individuals came out of the dark or silently voted for Trump. They silently voted for this lunatic. And what do we do? What have we done? We stand by, waiting, accepting the mistreatment. Now we have become more so victimized more than ever because racists have a platform they feel emboldened, entitled to display their hate. I remember a professor once said to me that racism was like an old, pus-filled wound that needed to be drained and that only time could heal it. Well, bullshit. That is a misconception. And that is a lie. Because it is that thinking that got us to where we are today. Where we feel as though we must take not the second seat, but the third and fourth back seat while white supremacists jump ahead of us, hide in their cloaks, you know, which used to be white sheets and now are robes from a pulpit or a podium in Congress or the government. We have to take action and tackle systemic racism and the false belief that it's okay for racists to openly attack and kill us without legal, social, political, and economic repercussions. This is not the 50s 
and the 60s anymore. And we have the ability and the tools and the know-how to make a change using all available platforms, not just as church like back in the day, but I'm talking social media, voting, running for Congress and legislators, city councils, and most importantly, our dollar. Using the black dollar to help each other, but also attack those businesses that are perpetually not supporting our issues, perpetually ignoring our issues, and trying to silence us because they have been and are going to keep treating us like this until we band together and say enough with action. Collectivism with the black dollar can make a powerful statement and demand change. Look to our past. Be empowered. Make up what our ancestors couldn't do politically, socially, and economically. Let us remember what the ancestors did in the Montgomery bus boycott. Boycotting the bus system. They forced change. And we can too. With where we spend our money and social media. We can demand change. We have more tools and more resources than those of the past had. And they got somewhere. They got us to where we are today. And we have to do our part. Because it's not over. And you don't only have to support black owned businesses. We need that. But you can just take that money that you normally spend with a white conservative owned business and transform that into the minority owned businesses. Put that dollar in our communities. Put it back in our communities. Help build each other, our own businesses up. Because we've been building theirs for so long and they didn't give a damn about us. And they still don't give a damn about us. And every now and then we get a little bit of media coverage when one of us is dead somewhere because a police officer, somebody shot us in our home on the street, just running down the street. They kill us boldly and then hide behind a justice system that is meant to protect them and has been protecting them while it throws us in jail, convicts us and gives us life sentences and gives us un equal treatment under the law. We have not had a leader leading our people in some 60 years. We have to be smart, organized, and if not, we're going to be kept in the dark and we'll keep pretending that things are okay and we'll become frustrated and angered when we see the injustice displayed as black men and women are killed by private citizens and law enforcement with little regard like back during slavery. And if slavery bothers you, then you will mobilize instead of waiting for a Messiah to come and lead us. We have the tools. We have the ability. We have the power to make the change. We just have to become organized people. We have to be come together. We have to fight this. We saw what the black dollar did with Popeye's chicken and we can do the exact same thing for our businesses. Look what COVID-19 even did to their economy. Just this week on Memorial Day, I went riding around on a scooter. Very cautious, hoping that somebody would look at me and think that I was a threat. But I passed many businesses, many of which were still closed under the restrictions from the governor, but some of which were open. And I saw some white businesses doing okay. And I saw some where the owner was sitting outside looking sad nobody was there and i kind of broke my heart at first but then i thought well this is the same thing that's been going on in our community for centuries now 
We have been struggling to survive, doing whatever job we can get taking these dirty jobs, while others jump past us with little or to no qualifications. And part of me was like, good, well now you know what it's like. Because we as black people, we gonna be fine. We've been getting by with poor health care, dirty jobs, struggling to pay the bills. And so now all these business owners and all these individuals that had some sort of entity that protected their wealth and kept it generationally going, a lot of them have been challenged. And they're looking like, what do I do? Well, you get off that high horse and you get your ass a job. You get your ass a blue collar job. You go out here and you drive buses. You go out here and you clean up bathrooms. You go out here and you start working, you know, out your hands and working till your feet are aching and sore. Karen, you go out here and you serve food. You work a drive through while you've been sitting up here privileged for so long. Maybe a new era has come in America, folks, and maybe we need to do some reflecting, not just on ourselves, but our community and how we are going to move forward and no longer let the past continue to dictate how we are treated. It's time for a change and we can stand up and make a change in our community and how the world treats us at the local, state and federal level to our businesses and music, clothing brands, restaurants, courtrooms, lawyers and law enforcement and the like. Racists should fear the backlash of mistreating our people and denying us rights under the law as equal citizens. And I'm not talking about, like I said before, some nonprofit coming along trying to say a few things here and there for political uh, purposes or publicity. I'm talking about telling your mama, your brother, your sister, your auntie, and every one of your friends and family that we are no longer going to give our dollar to these corporations that are non-diverse and don't care about us. If all of us as black people cut out one corporation that we knew did not care about our community and we tweeted about it or we put it out there and let people know while we we're protesting that one organization and putting our money somewhere else, then I'm pretty sure we can make a huge difference and change and we can stop this and stop the way they view us as inferior or as if we're some sort of monsters that aren't worthy of basic human rights. We can make a change and we can make a change in the economy and also our legislators at our state level, at the local level and at the federal level. We can do it. We just have to band together. We don't need Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. Yes, they did great work and I'm not diminishing their message, but I'm saying we don't need an individual. To do it. We can do it together and we will. This is why I created Bipartisan Times. And this is also why I'm currently working on Mike'sMile.com a search engine for minorities to be able to post their businesses and opportunities and also companies that have agreed that they want to diversify their organization and that they are behind the cause of creating a workplace where men and women of all backgrounds and colors can work together and not just be for white people and those insensitive to the issues affecting minority communities.